The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. By the way, you don't have to just submit questions to podcast.nikki.lima. You can have impression requests. We will do that. We can do a lot of impressions. Between the two of us, Happy to oh, do it. we kill it. We crush it. We can't wait. We haven't even been able to display our skills. Nikki can yet. do a great impression. I She's never admitted this, but she can do the Hawaiian punch guy. Go. Hey! <laughs> It's <laughs> so good. I don't know how she does it, dude. It's so yeah. fucking good. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo, and this is who are you today? Ace from my pool hall days. So, are you playing pool again, or mm. online? You're playing pool online. <laughs> just, That's wanted, what I said. just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. That's what I said. Right. I'm not going to delve any further into Guess that what one. Guess what my username is? I don't want to. Pool junkie? I don't ask. I didn't oh, ask. Okay. I didn't Sorry. ask. Anyway, uh, we decided to take some more of your fabulous questions from podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. And if you have a question, you could always feel free to send it. We tend also, to... No. Oh, sorry. I'm not done. But if you're on a page... No, I'm not done. Yeah. I'm not done. True. I'm not done. I just wanted to. I'm not. Our first question is from a Patreon member. And if you're part of our Patreon, you get first dibs at 
the questions that we address here on the show. And if you'd like to join us, we're at patreon.com slash sticky. That's patreon.com slash S-T-I-K-K-I. Well, we also have a we show have live called streams every and month. We streams and every we month. have Should They Don't Tell You After Dark, which is a bonus episode of Should They Don't Tell You, where we talk about intimate things of, that we're just now discovering about life. So, anything else? No, you can chill now. If that's possible. All right. Pool house junkie. Uh, our first junkie. our first question is from Florian Fahrenberger. Like I said, a, pa- a longtime patron. We love Florian. One of the OGs from when we first started two years ago. Yep. Um, all right. So the title is Patreon question incoming. Hey, cryptic queen and broken icicle or something. You don't have to keep me anonymous. And since you mentioned that patrons don't make use of the answer questions first perk, I'm shooting for it. See, that's what I'm talking about. This is actually the first time this has been utilized in two years. That is wild. Yeah. Everyone just skips over that part. Yeah. Hey, it's a perk. Use it. How about that? Okay. I really love the vibes, big moods, and smiles that carry into the world, that you carry into the world. Thank you so much for being awesome, entertaining us, and making us smile constantly. And of course, for creating and nurturing. I heard a a competitor. Please edit that out, Mark. He said big moods. Okay, that's not... He wasn't talking... that. Okay. And of course, for creating and nurturing such a positive and blossoming community. It really feels like this is an extended family with Nikki being my cool little sister. Aw, that's awesome. I, I do actually feel that way about our Patreon. Oh, for sure, but what It feels about like me? a family. He called you an icicle. Now, question for my big brother. Here we go. Wait. No, sorry. I read that wrong. <laughs> now for my question. My big brother, maybe I should keep him anonymous. (laughs) Maybe I should keep him anonymous. Let's call him Biggest Dickus. Has recently been going through a midlife crisis. He started losing his hair and is now constantly pretending to be knowledgeable about crypto and stuff, only so he can keep talking to the young folks who look (laughs) up to him. (laughs) Do you have any advice how I could put him in his place and get him to snap back to reality? I really worry about him, but I don't think he'd listen to me and he doesn't believe a word definition I'm making up. But I know he really digs Nikki, so maybe you can set him straight. Yes, I did just spend my privilege question on a silly roast. See, Steve, I told you I would get you back. Love you guys. See you around, Florian. Hey, Florian, you, what you don't understand is that I have the most intimate and deep relationship with a member of my team. His name is Mark. He edits these videos. This will never see the light of day. So you're wrecked. You actually got you're wrecked. You're wrecked. This is edited out. It's Mark, cut. leave it in. So Mark, Mark's taking that out. That's what, that's what happens. See, see, I have fomented over many years on YouTube deep relationships friendships with all mm-hmm. these people that i work with mm-hmm. and so yeah so you go you're getting wrecked it's he won't gone. even know he's wrecked it's should gone. we leave in the part about him being wrecked yeah, you can leave that part in. okay okay yeah. Yeah. so he knows he got so wrecked. mark leave that part in i guess leave it all in all right next question a fun roast by the way thank you, florian, thank you florian by we the way you, we love you we've mentioned florian a few times yeah, especially during the alien episodes yeah because we know he's like he's laughing his ass off he but he's not gonna laugh his ass off next month when we get that motherfucking disclosure, will you, right. Florian? I can't wait for you to eat it. You're going to eat it in front of me, Florian. I'm going to watch you. Can't wait to watch you cry in German. Yep. However they, however they do it. Yeah. I think that's just a resting face over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Help. What most married people simply joke about is actually happening to me. Oh, my gosh. This is this is what I call a hook. That's really good. I don't know what is, what's coming next. Okay. Hi, Nikki. What's up, Iceman? 
Compliments first. Love the show. I really relate to you guys. Being 31 myself, I've seen the world in a lot of the same ways as you two have. Hearing the advice you give to others as well as educating everyone of your uh, listeners on shit we don't know is awesome and inspiring. Should They Don't Tell You is one of the only podcasts I can continuously listen to and enjoy every episode. Oh my God, we Thanks. love you so much. Thank 31, you so you're much. You're still a little pee pee. You're pee pee. You're pee pee. Oh, the pee pee. Poor what, 91? Wait, I don't want to do this joke because that means that I'm much older than 31 or something. Well, that's that was the joke. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you for the compliments. Also, before I get to my issue, Steve. Some of my favorite episodes have been when you do a deep dive into the careers of such actors as Nicolas Cage and Adam Sandler. I'd love to hear more. Maybe Mike Myers? You got it. I got a Brandon Fraser one coming your way. I got a Mike Myers oh, one coming sure. your way. I, I, you, I got you. I 100% got you. I'm maybe going to do John Malkovich. We'll see. Teasers, everybody. Not to leave you out, Nikki, I really appreciate your knowledge on finances and productivity as well as your as well as your sense of humor and just being a good person. You really helped me grow as a person myself. Aw. But we've all heard enough of that, sweet. haven't we? I hear you. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I that paragraph. Okay, okay. To my issue, sorry if this email is long. I've been debating on whether or not to write this because it's kind of embarrassing and I don't know if talking about it will solve anything. There's a cliche joke about sex stopping once you get married. Turns out to be totally true for me. My wife and I have been married for almost eight years and as of now, we have not had sex in over a year. Oh my God. Mm. Eight years? Okay, so that's, so over a year, that was the seven year itch mark. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Okay. This is not the first time there has been a long drought. When we first got together, I feel like we had a healthy sex life. Since we've been married, there's been a steady decline. A few months in, my wife expressed that she wasn't interested in any oral sex, on me mainly. Oh, on you. Oh, Oh, fuck. And our sex became very basic and unadventurous. It It was the same routine just about every time until it just stopped for a while. Neither of us really had any libido. Part of this had to do with life changes. We moved cities and changed jobs to which neither worked out. We moved again and life got a lot better. My libido returned, but hers didn't seem to. We decided to have kids, which made having sex happen more often and was interesting again. That quickly went away once she got pregnant with our first child and didn't return until we decided to have another child. Since having our daughter, we've had sex twice. Our daughter will be three years old in June. Oh, my lordy <gasps> lords. Not to make, this I'm sorry. This is juicy. Not to, wow, that's crazy. What do I do? She has recently been to the doctor, the OBGYN, and spoke about uh, spoke with him about it, but he didn't have much to say, and she hasn't seemed motivated to keep looking for any other kind of help. I feel like I beg sometimes, which is super unattractive even to me. She says it's not me at all, which I believe, but I can't help feeling that I must be missing something. Any advice would be so appreciated. Love you guys. Once again, sorry for the long email. Okay. Real advice? I think that's what... Tell her for. that... Your doctor says that you have a medical condition with your dick and you need to have sex more. Hmm. What do you think of that shit? Um, How's that? So lying. So the first, okay, the first tactic not. you want him to try maybe is, not. is lying. Maybe not. Okay. No, what, you know, what I would actually do, because look, there's just, um, it sounds like a chemistry problem that we're having here, perhaps. Because mm-hmm. if she won't give him oral sex and yeah. that's something that he desires... At the gate, yeah, like out the gate, I think that they have like a, a chemistry imbalance, totally. perhaps, and they need to communicate to get that get that on the same page. There's a blockage, yes, especially if you were having healthy sex before, like a healthy sex life before, mm-hmm. and then now there's not. And I get the stress factor thing, and also like I've heard, and I can't speak from experience. Because I haven't had kids yet, but I have heard from other mothers, mm-hmm. yeah, that like you're 
especially for toddlers, like the first three years, the first five years, but like the first three years, definitely any toddler under three, um, your life is like consumed by yeah, them. It ruins Where like ruins it. it completely, like we can't, I don't know if I can or not, because again, I'm not experienced, but the mothers that I've talked to can't compartmentalize it because they're just so exhausted from putting their identity into being a mom and their ch- and a child that it's really hard for them to like switch gears to be sexual object now for yes. my husband's desire. Yes. You know, and I really hope that doesn't happen, but I... But we'll communicate about it. Yeah, we'll communicate about jam, it, but I, I've heard from way. quite a few newish mothers, especially with two kids. I've heard two kids is like, like two kids is later, so sex. much harder than one kid. Yeah. Um, like you're like if you had a little bit of time with one kid, you have zero time with two kids. Uh, hey, my buddy Florian got three kids. I think he has four. I think he has four kids. Three or four. I think he, I know he's got three kids. Okay, at least three. And you know they're all like building robots and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I also have had a similar issue in a previous relationship, and I don't think it's the same as yours because. That uh, like my libido died within like the first like year and a half with him, but I stayed in the relationship for five years. So by the time like I went to a therapist about it, like it was dead, dead. But I will tell you the things she told me to try to get the chemistry stimulated again oh, was r- role playing for sure. There's actually a site you can go to. Um, I think it's like something mojo, like what's my mojo or something like that. But basically both of you can take the test um, to and you you mark off like what things turn you on, and what things like you're open to, like you're adventurous about in the bedroom, and then it only shares the answers with each other that you guys matched on. That's cool. That's yeah, no pr- that's no pressure, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the, there's no pressure if you put something crazy down and she didn't mark it or whatever. That might get something going, but then you have to assume that she's also open and willing to get something going. Um, what well, sounds like there's some kind of like understanding there that she she's like well it's not you so if it's yeah but i said that too but no no no, i know hold on but she's not giving up is what it sounds like yeah like, it sounds like there's some kind of of, of a of a communication i channel. have to i have to have hope for you like yeah exactly i don't know her though so the thing is is like the only evidence i saw of that is like she asked the OBGYN. But that could be an excuse. Yeah, that's true. Even like true. I already I asked my doctor, nothing's wrong, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I'm just trying to offer some suggestions that like a therapist gave me because I went in there just crying, bawling because I wanted the relationship to work out, but sex was like the only thing I I could not get going. Mm-hmm. Like we could have conversations, we could hang out, but I couldn't get myself to want to have sex with him. Like it actually break- made me want to throw up like i got the i forget what it's called but like that you like the it, yuckies like yeah. where you just don't like just the thought of anything intimate with him made me sick on love island they call it the ick yeah that's yes accurate so, that's what the kids say to use a love island term um but if it's not if she doesn't have that like you could try some of these things role playing was the first thing suggested Something to spice up the the bedroom a little bit. Trying different outfits, going on to different dates, like more intimacy, more romance. I don't know what her love language is either, but you know, different things are stimulating to different people. Like there's 
there's also a test that we took. I can't remember on Big Mood. You can go watch it, Chief Competitor. But please edit that. There is a I forget what the test was called, but um, you you mark off like what stimulates you the most, and they give you options like, okay, you come home from work and uh, this turns you on the most. A, your husband's like. I clean the whole house for you. Why don't you go upstairs and take a shower and That's meet me in the move. bedroom? Nikki move. Yeah. Or like. If I come home, Nikki's in like a sick ass outfit. Done. Or you come home and um, your husband is like, attacks you at the door because you're so fucking sexy and like he just ravages you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it was the love language one. But yeah. Um, yeah. So depending on what her stimulators are because every person's different you don't want to like do the ravaging one if that's not her uh, yeah uh, but maybe cleaning the house is her maybe like having the mood set like some people just don't get turned on if the environment's not clean and or if they're not clean that's that's big yeah cleanliness is big too yeah or if there's still stuff to do so like they have stress in their in their mind hey my man too another thing and i don't know if this is about you per, per se but i find if you want your chick to keep blowing you, if you are the cleanest motherfucker ever where they never even have to dread it, like you're giving yourself the best hope of them wanting to stay doing that. Yeah. If you're not like, you know, it's not rough. That's true. You have the cleanest dick I've ever laid my mouth by upon. Des- by design. And yeah. it's because, and even at times where like, you know, there's a moment maybe where we're, we're it's like out of nowhere, looks like we're going to fuck. I'll still go wash myself a little bit. Only because I know that I, every time that we do this, if I'm clean for you, mm-hmm. it all stacks up over the years and you're not, you're not going to ever dread it even in the slightest it's sense. It's never associated with something exactly unpleasant. Yes. And yeah. because I'm psychologically priming you and training you, that's why, I, that's why I've done that. I see. Yeah. You're training me. Yes. I see. Psychologically you're training You're grooming me. I am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I see. You're the perfect little wifey wife. Uh-huh. So are you trying? Are you doing it right now? I'm not. I'm letting the game go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that helps. I'm sorry that's happening to you. I mean, open up though. The only answer to this problem yeah. is opening up about it. Yeah. And not passing each other like two ships in the night and not talking about it. Open the fuck up about it. Say what you want. Say everything that you want. All your, all yeah. the little fantasies. All those things. Like maybe start with that website Nikki said. But like. You know, get a little wine in you and see what you guys, where you guys can go, like as far as opening up about this whole thing. Yeah, sometimes it's stimulating conversation too. That's for me and Nikki yeah. for sure. So, yeah, I mean, but I, I also don't want to tell him to do something that's going to put pressure because sometimes like too much pressure turns me the other that's way so too. True. That's you know, so, true. so like it's, some it's bring it up lightly, yeah, kind of playfully, like hey, like we could try this thing. I don't know if it works, but you know, some people have had like hey, look, it. I got this plastic mouth through the mail you want to try using it on me you don't have to use yours <laughs> see no no get a little lube on that all right well good luck out there i'm sorry about good that good luck we are we appreciate you listening to the show and we're please check in with us but only if it's a if it's a positive and yeah, happy we don't story. want our day ruined don't yeah. check in with if us it's if it's a happy it's story please check negative. in with us. <laughs> just, all right just next. kidding <laughs> teen parents are now adults and are hanging on by a thread You guys are good at their headlines today. Getting way good at thumbnails now. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I love pretty much every single platform of yours. And I feel like you guys are parents I never had sometimes with all of your insight and shit they don't tell you. Anyways, if I somehow make the show, please keep me anonymous. This will be a long one. 
Oh my God, we love you. Thank you. We love you. you, thank you. Okay, I met my boyfriend when I was 15. We met before then, but only briefly, and he was 18. I know that sounds bad, but I've always only dated guys his age, seniors when I was a freshman or older, and my entire friend group was his age. I moved out at age 14 due to my parents' divorce. My mom left and my dad was abusive, so I had no guidance and was couch hopping until my mom offered to stay with her three hours from where I grew up in the middle of nowhere just for her to kick me out. I was working at a su- at Subway and the local inn as well as going to school. I was in a really dark place when I started talking to my boyfriend. I had a quote unquote plan and all that. Just very emo teenager with no support. So naturally, I leaned on him. After talking a few months, he drove all the way to come get me and took me to- back to his place. We stayed as roommates and then obviously started dating. We lived together from the day we met in person until today with two short breaks in between. After nine months, I was 16 years old and I found out we were pregnant. I was actually headed into foster care for refusing to go back to my mom's when I found out and agreed to stay at my dad's to stay out of the system and also stay with my boyfriend, who was the only support I ever knew. Dang. The moment I wasn't sick with morning sickness, I was working 60 hour weeks at a company I'm still working for and going to and doing my GED as soon as I got off work. My boyfriend worked just as much and we got our first real apartment and family vehicle just in time for our daughter to be born. After all of that, I found out he'd been cheating on me the entire duration of our relationship with his ex-girlfriend. No. Wow. It obviously destroyed me. I don't even remember the first half of my daughter's infant years because of the amount of stress uh, that I was going under. He was still 19 and every time we would fight, he was... Uh, go, he would go out and bang someone. <laughs> he would go out and bang some chick, and I was left home with the baby twenty four seven, no breaks. He was a good dad, paid the bills, but emotionally just horrible towards me. When our daughter was nine months old, we split for six months, and we got back together. And he's been a hundred percent loyal, and honestly, a changed man ever since. When our daughter was four, we tried to get pregnant, or we tried and got pregnant with our son. I was twenty one, and my boyfriend was twenty four when he was born. He did so much this time around. I've had a, uh, a lot of much needed breaks in me time and he's a great dad and has started to pick up on housework so that I can kind of find myself again. So that leads into now. I'm 23 and began dabbling in sugaring, being a sugar baby. Wow. What? Okay. This obviously, took a turn. Obviously with my boyfriend's feelings in mind, he was okay with it and was even excited to help take pictures of me and was very supportive at first. For the last seven or so months since I've started, he started to accuse me of cheating almost weekly. I instantly stopped sugaring because it was only it only started to happen since I started doing that and I've assured him I would never cheat because it's just not who I am. He started to make up entire scenarios of random males on my Facebook uh, just when they like a few of my posts that have nothing to do with sexual content. Like I'm talking timelines of, as of when and where um, and all when I've not even spoken to these guys and if I, I have it was only friendly and in passing. It honestly just pushed me away because the same cycle, him giving me silent treatment, him finally telling me what's wrong by blowing up a completely made up situation, him apologizing. It's honestly made me wonder if my path is aligning with his in a weird way or if my path is aligning with his anymore in a weird way. It's made me despise things he does more than ever because I feel like so attacked and I never get closure on any one of these stupid fights. I also know that sometimes people accuse their partners of cheating when they're cheating and I didn't think he did, but it's obviously not off the table because it's happened in secret before. Also, a coworker of his commented on his Facebook posts of us cheater, and then he hid the message from her, uh, from her to him, saying, "Then why did you showed your dick to me at my apartment?" But he plays it off as she's crazy and weird. 
I'm what getting, the fuck? Oh How many gosh, warning no. signs you need, girl? I'm getting to, we're 23 and 26 now together going on eight years. And I wonder if I've wasted my young years not finding who I am and what I want out of a relationship. And if I've just settled because of my childhood traumas Cut or bait. if this is really the love of my life, I'll grow old with because I, I do want that as well. I just wish I had a clear answer. If you read all this, thank you. You are a boss. I love you guys again. We did. First of all, that was very that interesting. That was very long, but very interesting. Very interesting. Worth it. Very worth it sugaring huh that was a hell of a turn would never have bet even money on that being same one, being i thought turn. it was about waxing do you know like um you can use sugar to wax your body hair i had no clue yeah that took a turn as well thank you for that wow. <laughs> but they call it sugaring well no kidding well that's what i thought you were doing and i was like oh that's good he was supportive because why like <laughs> that's why wouldn't boomer he level. Be? don't be a boomer please <laughs> but oh the, the thing that gets me is I feel like I wasted my younger years. I'm 23 now. You're like you're fine. all old and wrinkly. You're fine. <laughs> 23, you're just getting started, I my girl. I realize we're like your grandparents. Yeah. But please. My, my woman, okay, you are just, a, you're a fetus. You are just getting your adult life started. This is, get get rid of this guy. Yeah. You're done. Like He's just done. break it off. You will. If you don't now, you will later. You will thank me yes. later because yes. this is. He's, the start of your he, life. He Look, there's no trust because he doesn't trust you because he doesn't trust him because he knows he's shitty. That's all. Yeah. And plus, like, you were 15 when you met. You were a baby, like a, a literal baby. baby. Your brain hadn't. Your brain has 10 more years to develop when you're 15. You haven't even reached full de development now at 23. So you still are going to go through changes. And if you get to full development and you look back and you had stayed with this guy oh my god you're gonna regret that because Listen, this is not this was your first love but this is not this is this ain't it let him this go be a it. good dad his own fucking time okay and i realize he's the baby daddy treat him with respect i'm not yeah. saying disrespect him no but call a spade a spade and don't shit on him to your kid and be like well your dad couldn't do that and all this shit that fucks with their confidence yeah. don't do that yeah i'm just talking about yeah, it's time to cut bait on this guy. Yes. No, he shouldn't be treating you like that. There should be trust in a relationship. You have none. Yeah, you have none. So you have nowhere to go. And I absolutely think he's projecting and these entire scenarios. Now, if you don't do it now, you'll do it later. I guarantee it. And if he's not projecting, like he maybe he's not cheating, then he is building in his mind that you are doing the things that he did to you. He's, he's and guilty. he might try to get revenge on you, even though you're not even doing that. He's got paranoia. He's guilty. Trust issues. He's a guilty motherfucker. I don't, I don't care if the coworker is right or wrong about commenting cheater. Like, I don't think he's the one. I don't think he's the one for you. I think you could do better. I think you've evolved past the person you were when you met him. And you're just, uh, you're still in love with the idea of him, but yeah. not and him. He's your, he's your kid's dad and all that shit. Yeah, exactly. You're, all, you're always going to have that attachment. And I mean, that's never going to change. So this guy is not out of your life, but I don't think that it's a healthy relationship. And I can say that with, I, I think, complete confidence. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so... You haven't even hit your prime yet. Don't even, you're, you didn't waste your younger years. You were a child, a literal child. It's, it's funny too, because we're not experts by any measure, but I feel like this one's like- Some things are just so- a blindfolded, like, like hookshot. Yeah, and only because you asked for a clear path. By the way, we are not experts at anything. No. I forgot to give the disclaimer. Just crypto, only crypto. But <laughs> if you come to us asking for an opinion, we are going to give it to you from the best of our knowledge Damn and- it. This is something that's harder to see from the inside, and I can get that. But from the outside, it's so crystal clear. Yeah, and your your mind will be blown listening to this again, even like five Listen years in from five now. Listen in five years. Yeah, I promise you. 
Whether you, you stayed with him or not, we were right. And you'll thank us so much harder than if you left. So please do that. Thank you. Or you'll much. have regrets. Mark, let's warm up that breakup button, dude. Let's hit it. Breakup. Oh, it's Perfect. been a while since we heard that. I love that button. And on that, can you warm up the time for a break button too? There is one. We don't have that. Break we don't up. Have that kind break of up the show with the two pieces. We don't have that kind of break up to. On a break. We're on a break. What are you doing? You're fucking us. At least someone's getting fucked, you know? (laughs) We'll be right back. Not that first guy. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We 
sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. I hope you missed us. Did, did you miss us? Say it back. Say it back. Say it back. Thank you. Okay. This is actually a um, a recap. Or not a recap. Uh, a, um, a follow-up. Okay. A follow-up, Love yes. It. Okay. So a question that we had answered in a previous episode. So Chicago girl who catfished you is the title. Hi, Dickie and Steve. Again, hopefully. I was so happy that you guys read my email. I was listening to your podcast on a walk and was bummed out that you started Crypto Corner. Not because I don't want to listen to Steve. I love when he talks about crypto, but because I had catfished you guys and was scared you wouldn't address my question now. Y'all made my day when I heard my question being answered. Anyways, I took a lot of your advice, especially with working out where instead of feeling bad about how often and how and how long I used to do it, I now just try to be active for 20 minutes a day. Great. That's nice. awesome. Yes. I also did really well in school, but don't admit it that often because imposter syndrome. Oh, there you go. That That's sense. just a work in progress. Uh, my follow-up question, in case you want to skip, okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for around 10 months. I genuinely love him and I love being around him. I have so much fun when we're together. He genuinely listens to me. And if we ever have an issue, I've only needed to bring it up once because after we address it, I have never found this had the same issue again. However, I have found myself when alone thinking that stuff might not work out and questioning if this is my forever. I'm only 20 and my prior relationship was sexually, emotionally, and mentally abusive. Mm -hmm. I dated a narcissist with a fucked up family and only three months after post-breakup, I started to talk to my current boyfriend. I know there's definitely unresolved issues which I'm working on currently. I just don't, I just want to know whether this is my gut telling me I'm not in the right relationship, my anxiety trying to magnify small worries, or me projecting stuff from my past relationship onto this one. I ask this because my boyfriend is the most caring person I have ever met, but at times I get mad that he loves me so much because I'm used to being the one who loves more. I'm oh used to being boy. the one that loves love. Okay. Break up with this guy. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. <laughs> I, I also find myself excited when I get to see him, which isn't often because of COVID, but when we meet through FaceTime, I get mad at him. Please, please don't tell me to break up unless you guys really think I need to it's because over. I genuinely enjoy his company We're and our sorry. talks, but I'm not sure what isn't clicking because this was not an issue until a month ago. Listen, we are in charge of your life and it's you have to break up with him. It's up, it's up to us. It's not up to you. Yeah, it's absolutely true. If you don't break up when we say to break up, then... You are cursed. <laughs> you are cursed. That's right. You are cursed with you're gonna everything that you try to buy will increase by five percent. We'll never love again. Oh shit. That's that's not the curse I was going for. Oh. What was yours? Everything that you try to buy will increase by five percent when you get it to check out. Oh, I was like, Oh, but I want my stocks to increase. No, no, no. Everything that I, you, yeah, I yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That's rough. Okay. Side note, what's love and what's being in love? If my love is different than what media throws at me, is it still love? 
podcast idea. Only if you're comfortable, don't want to intrude. I'd love to hear more about arguments you and Steve have had. I know you guys had a hard first year and some fights, but were there times where you doubted that this was your forever and that was, and was that because of an argument or just your own doubt? Thank you. I wrote this as if we're friends now because you read one email of mine, but I fucking love you guys so much. Oh, I'm we listening. love you. We feel like we're friends. You're I'm good. listening to Big Mood and I'm acting like I'm friends with everyone. Like I'd fucking cut that bitch for Gina anyway. Lots of love, a Chicago girl. Thank you, Chicago girl. We appreciate it. Yes. Okay. That was a lot, but let's get to it. Yeah. One by one. This guy, Mark, you can hold off on the breakup button for now. Wait, why? For now. Okay. Well, for now. All right. I just don't like that he loves her so much. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's creepy. Right. Like who loves a person who, who this much? Who loves someone who has this many, uh, they, they see their flaws. Mm-hmm. Why should I get this much love? Doesn't make no sense. Doesn't make any sense. See? Wait, how does it say how long that they've been together? 10 months. Who loves someone that much after 10 months? Jeez, like someone should, they should wait a little bit longer to love. A little sus. (laughs) Maybe he's the guy from that show, You. Oh. You know, he's stalking her. He's he's like obsessed. He's obsessed. He's clearly obsessed. Okay, so Steve and I, this sounds actually kind of similar, like in, in different, different elements ring a bell. Like we've always been the one to love the partner more in our previous relationships. No question. So it was, it did really throw me off that I was like, wait, is this guy like serious that he loves me this much? Cause like, I've never had it returned to me. Same. Reciprocated equally. Like it's always like at first it seems like they're reciprocating. And then like within a couple months it like drops off. Cause it was just the initial period of the warming period. But this guy just kept going. Well, same to you. And that was what was so weird is because we always expected the second part. Yeah. Like I always expected. The other shoe to drop. The other shoe to drop. Right. Because it always had before. Yeah. And I was just like, here we go. So yeah, every argument did. I think both of us did project our old relationships onto each other because. And that's what you're doing. You're projecting your your fear within your last relationship onto mm-hmm. your new one. That's, it has nothing to do with your new one. You, but your fear has has still survived. You, your body is really good at subconsciously keeping pattern recognition without you noticing. So if you were in a mentally, emotionally, physically abusive relationship, maybe in your head, logically, when you're looking at your new partner, you're not like, well, you're, you're like, oh, obviously that's not my old partner. But your body remembers subconsciously pattern recognition so you might be getting triggered by something your new partner is doing that maybe your old partner did to manipulate you but your new partner is not doing to manipulate you and it brings it up and you don't even know why you just got mad you're on the defense yeah because you're ready to go yeah because you had because you had to be in the old relationship that's how you survived and you yeah exactly and you got you don't want to keep making the same mistakes over and over again so your brain is trying to protect you like yo we're not doing this again yep it's time oh, to give this oh, guy that smart. It's time to give this guy the clean slate that he deserves. Yes. And to recognize when you're doing this. And it will really help you, especially if you talk it out. Like if, if you say out loud, like, oh, you know what I think is going on right now? I'm not mad at you. I'm mad that in my previous relationship, like uh, there was enough mistrust created where I have a fear of, you know, what's going on right now because I'm worried that I'll be repeating the same pattern. Yeah, and I think it's also you not being able to see each other in person that much because that helps so much. Like yeah. t- well, relationships are like like over time, your 
building each experience you have with each other is building on the previous one. So whether it's a bad time or a good time, you're continuing to build. So in, especially in that first, the first period of like the first couple of years you're together, you are only gauging the strength of your relationship based off of all your, your cumulative, cumulative experiences. So uh, if you didn't have that many together because you don't get to see each other, then you might build trust on one experience and then you you forget you're like i don't know like it's been so you know you're it's been so long it didn't get pounded into you like it didn't get pounded into you yet i mean (laughs) physically too (laughs) (laughs) hey don't use your ring finger thank you thank you the fuck perfect thing will stab you no all right this is some quality that's what i mean it's good quality that's why okay so i feel like you trust him when you're together and then like you forget about the trust because your old relationship is still in there seeping in right so then you see him on facetime and you're mad because you haven't gotten to see him you have needs yeah you have needs and they're not maybe being met yeah because not because of his fault but limitations that exist in the real world exactly so I would cut the cat a break, will ya? Give him a clean slate. Gosh, let's separate what he's actually doing and what you're feeling. Yeah, maybe see a therapist. Like I, it's been helping me a lot because there were some um, traumatizing events that happened over the past decade that I didn't realize I hadn't dealt with, and so you know, recently things have been triggering me. But I know logically they shouldn't, but I can't help it. My body is like, has a panic attack and starts shaking because of like something stupid that I know I shouldn't be triggered by, but I just am. And so I'm, I'm actually working with a therapist on that. And maybe, and maybe I'm not saying that you have that to that degree, but maybe like there are some things that you thought you dealt with that you didn't. That you're holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, so may help. I think it's very clear that, you're, that that's happening. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, if you can, if you have the resources to do that, to do that, yeah. that would be great. There are some programs like Talkspace, not sponsored, but on this podcast, but yeah, BetterHelp, like the, things like that, where you can get some, you know, alternative methods of getting it. But a lot of healthcare, uh, of health insurance now covers mental health, which is awesome. Yep, very awesome. So if you do have access, definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, most of our brand deals now are on uh, crypto corner where we have a lot of different vpns i see yeah a lot of different VPNs. got it so patreon.com slash sticky that's tight s-t-i-k-k-i yeah um what is love and what's being in love if my love is different than what the media throws at me is it still love i think media i think that puts too much pressure on you to like have a one definition decide what love is no um love if i don't know if i think it's ineffable you know what? Uh-huh. When you're there, ineffable, ineffable, and also I think it evolves over time. It deepens over time. Like the first the more time you get to know somebody, yeah. Well, and also like the first time I was in love, I knew for sure it was love, and maybe it was. I mean, it, it, it was uh, to some degree, but it wasn't as deep as the love that I have with Steve. But I didn't know that it even existed yet. Same. So at that time, I was like, wow, it was mind blowing to me. Um, so at both, at the, so that's why at the same time, like what you're saying, because I had the same feelings too. Yeah, 
I feel like I was never in love before you, but then I also know that I thought that I was. Yeah. So that's what, but, but because I had this deeper, richer experience, I'm like, there's nothing that compares. So yeah. And I think, and it, so it's not fair. It's like, I think you were in love. You just didn't, you had a different definition back then because you didn't even know another one existed. Yeah. Yeah. Just not with the bitches. I was in love with those bitches. <laughs> okay. I believe you, honey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was definitely in love deeply, madly graciously truly we're gonna truly, cut that. truly mark truly cut that man. thank you yeah. my man always has my back i fucking love this guy um but also yeah i think that love evolves over time uh, i definitely love steve more than when we first met Yo, and yeah. i thought that i could never love anyone same that hard uh, i know this is getting mushy getting into mush territory but uh it's true um i think every other relationship I don't know if it was because of them or just because of the way we dealt with issues. I don't know. But I definitely did not feel a deeper love connection over time. I remember the first, our first date, and I got to put my hands around that fucking ass for the first time. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> I was like, I will be in this for You're a like, long this is love. time. This is yep. love. I was like, this is what I'm motherfucking talking about. Well, Steve almost broke up with me because he, um, like a year later, because he was projecting a lot of stuff from his old relationship so yeah it happens it happens it happens to the best of us but once i saw that ass <laughs> walk in to the bathroom away from me telling her that i dumped her mm. i was like good deal once again and i got <laughs> right just when i thought i was out i got pulled back in mm. that is a good podcast idea though of our previous arguments that is good we we'll should do it we should you. do it How yeah about that we'll do that one for you Hey, our buddy Joe Shepard asked for a screenwriting one and we did that. So yeah. we'll do this one He's too. He's also a patron. Exactly. So. so there you go. All right. This one is titled, I got engaged and have a monster-in-law. Help. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, I can't relate. I can't either. I'm I have the so best mother-in-law. Yeah. I have the best in-laws. But yeah, I know that's a problem. I mean, there's movies written about this, so. I wish I was... Um, It'd be great though if I was lying right now. I know, right? And I'm like, I secretly hate them. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so lucky. It's yeah, been great. I know. We really are. Uh, and that we came from families that are very family oriented. Yes. Like we both have that and same big. value in, in common. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Iceman and Icebreaker. My name is Nisha. Feel free to use my name. Oh, bold. Very nice. The first non-anonymous. We well, like that. I mean, besides I Florian. Yeah. First off, compliments. Love you guys to death. I always love listening to your insightful commentary and everything, and you guys are relationship goals. I um, love to think of you guys as friend, my friends before I even had friends. Oh my god! Oh, we love you. So Thank sweet. you. I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to talk to you about in-laws. My boyfriend and I have been together forever, six years, and we are crazy in love. Are always laughing, and he's my best friend. That's so awesome. Awesome. Love that. See it happens. See people. It's not just don't one. settle. Yeah. We know we want to get married and I see myself spending the rest of my life with him. Update, we got engaged. There's just one small problem, his family. Most of them are okay with me, but he definitely comes from a family that has dysfunction. Specifically, his mother is toxic and has an incredibly negative influence on him. She's controlling of him and doesn't like that he has grown up and made a life for himself or thinks for himself. Oh. She has taken money from him, insulted him, and depended on him to an amount that is unhealthy. His words, not mine. Unfortunately, she equates him distancing himself from her as my fault. She blames me for him growing up and leaving and views me as the demon 
on his shoulder, coaching him away from his family. I've tried my hardest to get her to like me, but she is always cold and disinterested in me. If it was anybody else in the world, it would not be worth it. But I'm straight up in love with this man and I want to spend the rest of my life with him. So I'm going to deal with it. I guess what I'm asking is, did it take you guys a while to get the love and trust of your respective in-laws? Was there clashing? Do you guys think this could go away with time? Love you guys always and thanks for everything. Love your number one fan, Nisha. We love you, Nisha. We love you, Nisha. So first of all, I think I always have this thing with people, right? Where I'm not necessarily always the most likable person, I guess, when I walk into a room. I can be a 500-pound gorilla sometimes, and I know that about myself. That's not true. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, I am like I understand that I don't expect... Here's the thing. When I walk into a room, I don't expect everyone to like me immediately just from walking into a room. Okay. That's all I mean. Well, that's common. And I, un- and I understand myself enough to know why people might not like me initially. I see. If they just met me. I see. I have a very punchable face. I, I would kiss I it. I can be very I'm loud, sorry. right? I'm I have I'm opinionated. You know what I mean? I, I I can see why people could just judge me and go like, "Oh god, here we go." Yeah. Um but even no matter what room I walk into, all I want from anybody, even if you like me or you don't, is just your respect. Mm-hmm. That's all. And so when it comes to family stuff, I think it's so important that even if they don't like you, they have to respect you. This is my number one thing about families that are dysfunctional or whatever like moms with their sons and they're like you're not good enough and all this bullshit you have mm-hmm. to respect me anyway yeah like and you can demand that respect with just a frank conversation and it, believe it or not i think it will make them respect you a little bit more yeah talking it out with them yeah. trying to i mean it does sound like the mom just it won't talk to her but yeah but, you can try but if you want to have i mean what what do you got to lose compared to yeah, how exactly. it is now? It sounds like it's pretty awful. Can't do anything worse. Yeah. Just and have a little intervention. Honest, and talk to your your spouse-to-be first. Yeah. Like, just like, hey, I'm thinking about bringing this up. Is that mm-hmm. okay? Like, how should I word it? How, what are you comfortable with? Like, make sure that your your partner's comfortable, too. Because ultimately, the they'll have to deal with the mom more than you. But that's the other thing, too, is like, the, your partner should have your back as well. Definitely. Uh, I'm not but saying if that you he's just, not. If you didn't warn me, like let's say one of my parents had a problem with you. Like yeah. this hasn't happened, so I can't really speak from experience. But if you just like went off on my dad, like I yeah, I don't know what I would do. Like that's kind of crazy. So, but if you had that conversation with me beforehand, like, and we talked about like what you were gonna say, then it's not a surprise to me. And to me, that is having your partner's back. That's me. Go- that's you going like, hey. I want to support you the best way possible. Is this cool? I I really need this. You know, just open that communication. Yeah, I think that 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 I that. I think you're right. Yeah, but the the frank conversation. I, I think if you have nothing to lose with this person, it's worth it. Yeah, and just let your person know that you want to do this. Maybe they can even facilitate this. That's exactly, and that's what you would hope for, right? But yeah, and and really, and in this conversation, this is what I want to help you with the most, right? It's just about like, hey, look, I understand that maybe you feel a certain way about your son, but what I want you to know about me is I love your son. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just same teaming it a little bit and being like, we are wearing the same jersey. Mm-hmm. It's got your son's name on the back and we fucking think this guy's the greatest. You know what I mean? And what what, what can I do to, um, to just have an easier time with you while we both 
love this guy. Yeah. You know, and I, just, and I don't think that there's an argument to be made against that. You know, right. that's what I mean. Once you can break through the bullshit and whatever her, her she supposes about you and whatever she like thinks about Like we're both on you. the same team. Yeah. How do we become more of a family? Exactly. And, and I don't think anyone could argue with that question. Yeah. And maybe she could be like, what are you talking about? Of course, everything's great, but obviously things are not great. So, so opening the, the conversation up, I think, is the first thing that has to happen. Because she's not being very frank with you. She's yeah. just hating on you no matter what. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, like we said before, we kind of did a spoiler, but like, yeah, our 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 in-laws both, um, we got along immediately. So I, that's hard. I get it. But I also think I did a pretty good job setting Steve up because I picked such terrible partners beforehand and my parents hated them. Yeah. Um, hey, so same. when Steve came TVH. along, they were like, oh, thank God. Like, thank yeah. God. No, me and your old man hit it off. You were the only boyfriend my dad has ever talked to. Not That's just wild. like, like you guys go out to Costco together, yeah. but he wouldn't even talk to my previous boyfriends like he we would be in the same room my exes would try to start up a conversation like hey ben like what's going on like how are you how's work been or whatever my dad would literally not even look at them and just be like yeah ma'am good <laughs> like <laughs> by the way it's funny that because i have seen your dad do that to people yeah that he does not like clearly yeah he uh, does not hide it he doesn't hide it at all and so that's very funny to me because i've had a much different experience with the, mm-hmm. kid. the cat is like he's the man and yeah. what's, what makes it easy too with your dad is I look up to the guy. I think he's a great guy. Yeah, I think it's that you both like mutual respect yeah. and you showed respect right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Whereas I think my exes to. were just too either too nervous or insecure or whatnot, but they didn't like give a good first impression at all. Yeah, that's right. They that's didn't like look him in the eye, shake that's, his hand. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the ones that I was a five-year relationship with, the first impression was like he honked outside my door and i came out he didn't even come in to and my dad got really mad about that and then you can't make up for that that's your first impression yep can't make up for it my dad used to do that to pick me up from my girlfriend's house when i was like 16 years old used to piss me the fuck off well that's different because it's the dad doing it doesn't matter but if the boyfriend's doing it it pisses me off because it's disrespectful to to the folks too i don't know oh okay well yeah i think my dad would I think my dad did that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, he just. It's because they just kind like, of work. They don't. This. Yeah. And they don't want to get attached to like a family. They yeah, don't have to get true. attached to. That's true. You don't think of it like that ever. Yeah. Like my dumb kids in love. thinks he's in love. That's very true. <laughs> like, we'll never see these people again. Yeah. And they're, they're, and they're right. They're right about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Hey, I hope we, please let us know how this goes. I wish you the best. And, yeah. And um, this, this applies to anything in your life, folks. Like I'm not just talking about like. Like we're talking about friendships, like business, anything where people are not giving you respect. You don't have to like me, but you do have to respect me. That is my mantra. Like I really believe in that Mm -hmm. because. But respect can't be demanded either. It has to be earned. So, and I think that the only thing you can do to earn it is to just hit things on the head, like be assertive, um, like communicate issues just always be straightforward like that so there's no sort of like backstabbing back like scheming or whatever like they start to build trust with you because you are always so straightforward and you can use that like hey i've always been really straightforward with you yes you know and if they still have a problem with you that's on them you know but at least you are 
doing everything in, in your power to be respectful. Exactly. And that's the thing too. You have to set the standard for respect. Mm -hmm. Like there's a base level of respect that I pay everybody, no matter who they are, when I meet them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. And, and that's all. That's all I need back. It's mm -hmm. just that base level of respect. And then we're chill. Even if you don't like me. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many people that I don't necessarily like, but I still respect them. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, on that note, I think that's our last question for the episode. I hope that helped you guys out there. We had some longer questions today, so, but I felt like they were helpful and they were interesting. They were like really juicy. Really juicy. Really juicy. well. Good writing this week, guys. Really proud of you guys. Yeah. On that. Good roast, Florian. Very nice roast, Florian. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. I promise you I won't be thinking about it for the next 30 hours <laughs> and I won't be plotting my way to get revenge, revenge. on you. Revenge. And find your fucking lucky charms before you do. <laughs> Such a German stereotype. You know what they did? You yeah. Know, the, you know. the, all those Germans with their lucky Ooh, charms. Find me lucky charms. I... Oh, nailed it. See? If you have any, if you guys, by the way, you don't have to just submit questions to podcast.nikki.lima. You can have impression requests. We will do that. We can do a lot of impressions. Happy to do it. Between the two of us. Happy to oh, do it. We kill it. We crush it. We can't wait. We haven't even been able to display our skills. Nikki can yet. do a great impression. I. She's never admitted this, but she can do the Hawaiian punch guy. Go. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so good. I don't know how she does it, dude. It's so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, I, I just try not to. You have to watch the show. I try to, not to brag. Look, about if it. you're listening to that, yeah, you do, maybe it doesn't sound like it, but you have to see the show it's to see. It's kind of spot, spot on. fucking on, and she's been nailing this thing since we got together. Nikki, kind of do, a party trick. Dude, yeah. just have her. Just dude. Anytime you're anywhere, and you should pull up this clip at a party. And be like, dude, this chick does the Hawaiian punch. You should guy. do it without a visual and see if they can guess. Oh yeah, they'll nail it. Yeah, they'll nail it. Yeah. Anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for writing in. If you have a question, podcast at Nikki.Limo. We check them like every five months, you know? Just kidding. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> These are actually pretty recent. So Very recent. Yay. Um, and that's it. Okay. So we're done. We'll okay. see you guys next time. We love see you. you hey, share the show with a friend. Helps yeah, a lot. Do it. We appreciate all of you guys. And if you rate us five stars on Google, that helps more than you even know. You suck your Whoa. I got it. At least make away. it a Patreon standard. See you next time. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.